Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. My name is Remy Lebo, and welcome to Thor Bitcoin. Um, today, we have a very special guest. He is an Austin pleb. He's doing big things for the Bitcoin industry. My good friend, dare I say best friend, Michael from the OCF. <laughs> hey, I'm not that special. Hey, thank you. could be. You thank could you for be. having me. This is a pleb, pleb podcast, right? Yeah, a pleb podcast, of See? course. But um, so yeah, just to start it off, uh, getting into it, how did you come up with the actual name Oshi? Because I've listened to a few of the podcasts. You never address it. You know, you're always... Keeping us on our toes, but either um, you looked at Satoshi and you realized, well, Sats is taken, so Oshi, like, or you had this great idea and you were like, Oshi, and that is the name. So, like, could you tell me how you figured it out? Yeah. So, initially, like, I was, I love the We Are All Satoshi meme. Like, I think that really encompasses. Uh, Bitcoin quite a bit. Like it's not about an individual company or a person or anything. It's it's a collaborative effort, grassroots effort. And so that that particular meme stuck with me. Um, so just the the name Satoshi, obviously, like is always really cool. And the the thing, like you said, like Sats was taken. Um, and you know our logo initially was like the sat symbol, like the, instead of the at symbol, it's like the S with kind of the at around it. Right. So from there, like you have sat and then you have Oshi. So if, if you, you know, kind of connect the dots, it just really just spells out Satoshi, but we weren't going to call the app yeah. Satoshi <laughs> because I mean, I don't know. That just that seems so like, much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a little much. So we just went with, we went with Oshi, but you're right. Like halfway through that, like, I was like, man, like, yeah, what if you say, like, Oshi it? Like, I want people to, like, Google where the best local Bitcoin deals are in their area. And at that point, it's like, Oshi it, which is just straight up, it's just like saying, oh, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you, well, where are the best local deals in your community? Uh, I don't know, man, just Oshi it. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we, <laughs> I definitely thought about that. I actually bought that domain, so it's taken. Really? Yeah, because I'm like, yo, one day, maybe. People are going to go on, oh, shit, straight up. Yeah, just straight up. So, yeah, that's that's how we started with that one. Hey, well, that's that's good to know. But, um, so, yeah, just get into a little more. Um, I heard there have been some massive updates to the Oshi app. Um, if you want to just kind of walk me through it, tell me what's up. Um, tell me what's different. Show me the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, the, the first um, iteration of the app, you know, we would always call it like kind of a little bit more than an MVP, but not too much more. Um, just a way to give people an experience and kind of usher in this new idea, a new way of of inter interfacing and kind of engaging in the Bitcoin economy at the local level, right? So the new update, we have a 
much nicer map so people can actually see the businesses around them. Um, you know, if you're in Austin, there's, there's quite a few or in Reading or, you know, mm -hmm. um, but, uh, a way to kind of see the potential growth as more and more businesses begin accepting Bitcoin. Um, and of course we just have a whole new UI and UX and an easier onboarding experience for businesses. It goes from like them getting onboarded and, you know, 20 minutes of just painstakingly difficult <laughs> process to, um, like literally two minutes and really? they just have to put in some basic information and click a couple times and, and they're integrated with a Bitcoin payment provider and Square if they have the Square POS as well. So we're pretty excited about that and we're really uh, building out the tools so that we can uh, give it to the plebs and have them get out there and start the conversation at the local level of, hey, like, would you be interested in accepting Bitcoin and giving Bitcoin rewards to your customers as a mm. promotions and marketing loyalty campaign, right? So, yeah. you know, positioning ourselves for that. Well, yeah, like, um, well, that's awesome, dude. And I got to say, like, with the map thing, like, once it's up, I mean, it is up, but like, once you see a few more restaurants and like a few more businesses, like being able to open that up and like see that Austin is accepting Bitcoin and like all these places, like that's going to be an amazing thing. Right. Yeah. And like, I, uh, so I've told you the story. I actually tried the orange pill business. Yeah. I did it, you know, I, <laughs> I, I attempted it, but, um, uh, so I went in there, they accept Venmo. So like, right. I was like, okay, if you accept Venmo, you're going to probably accept Bitcoin. And I, I went in there and I asked them, would you consider accepting Bitcoin? And they said, you have to talk to my manager. Um, right. So that was the first brick wall I hit. But I am a little glad that they didn't say yes at first because right. honestly, I would have had no idea how to actually get them on board. You know, right. like they would have been like, yeah, let's do it. And I'll be like, okay, well, yeah, I didn't plan for this. So. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, um, those are the tools that we're trying to build out. Like mm -hmm. We're trying to build out the marketing materials. We're trying to create a distributed sales force where we pay you in sats for onboarding businesses proof of work in your community. Um, and, and yeah, that is one of the primary focuses of, of ours, um, giving Bitcoiners the tools to onboard businesses in a very easy way. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're getting pretty close to, for that being, uh, you know, coming to fruition. So, and, well, like on that point, um, so you've talked about this a little bit, but when I walked in, I first said, do you guys accept Bitcoin? And you've told me that that's usually not the pitch that you go with. It's a little different. So if you want to right. just kind of explain like how you guys go about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so ultimately the, the pitch that I give, I generally don't talk about, hey, do you just want to accept Bitcoin? Because generally they don't care. Um, do you want to save on processing fees? Like generally they don't really care about that either. Um, you know, but what they do care about is, hey, do you want to bring in more customers to your business and help kind of build loyalty with the customers you already have by incentivizing them with Bitcoin rewards? So not only can you accept Bitcoin payments now and um, have a, a cheaper processing fee, uh, but you can also issue Bitcoin rewards, marketing, loyalty, promotions, you know, bring in more customers. So that's like the main selling point. Um, and, and I know this because, you know, I built a tool that that's what we sell. The marketing loyalty rewards type of programs for businesses and visibility to all the Bitcoiners, these rabid Bitcoiners mm -hmm. all over the world that are like, yo, if there's a business near me that actually accepts Bitcoin, I'm going to go out and support them. And that community uh, in the grand scheme of things, it's still small, um, but it's growing and it's growing at a ridiculous pace. Um, and it doesn't matter like if you're a Bitcoiner or a shitcoiner, like everyone's going to want to earn some Bitcoin rewards or at the very least just experiment at the local level with like supporting the crypto movement. All right. Like, I mean, for me, all the only thing that matters is Bitcoin, but this is for everyone too, you know? So that ability for people to interface and engage in the, in the local Bitcoin economy is like critical. Yeah. No, nah, And like, uh, I was telling you that, uh, like 
So the place that I tried to orange pill was a smoke shop. And I was like, dude, if there was a smoke shop on Oshia and it's the only place in Austin that's accepting Bitcoin, like Bitcoiners will come out to that place. Like it doesn't matter if you have to drive a little or like even if it costs a little more. I don't know. But like, yeah, I would go out like out of my way to spend Bitcoin anywhere like just because they're accepting it. And like, I think for the initial businesses when they're coming on, like that's got to be a huge first mover advantage. Just be like, hey, right. you guys will be the only people like there's only a few businesses Bitcoiners will come out and a few of them have some money. So like, right. You'll see it. Like you'll see it on your, on your profit. Yeah. And I, like I was uh, talking to a gas station owner yesterday. I had a meeting with him. He owns 25 gas stations in Austin. Really? And you know, their margins on gas are like microscopic. In fact, like sometimes they're literally losing money on, really? yes, on the gas sales. Like what they really want you to do is come in to, to the gas station and buy other things. And I don't know about you, but me personally, like I typically don't step foot inside of a gas station. Like I get my gas at the pump, I'm out. Like, you know, but, um, and, and that's, it's great. Like the efficiencies of that, right. Being able to like swipe your card and do that. But, um, the fact that you don't just walk in with cash anymore and like say, Hey, 20 bucks on pump five, it kind of like changed the game for them too. I mean, of course, some people now can like swipe their card at the pump and then while it's filling up, they can go inside and like get some junk food or something, you know, yeah. but uh, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. But me personally, I don't know. I don't like I'm, I'm in and out, but, um, you know, I, I was talking with them and I'm like, you know, people, these Bitcoiners are rabid, man. <laughs> and we have like, you know, a, you know, a couple thousand of them on the app now and in Austin. And they're like, they're ready to come out and support businesses that accept Bitcoin. I was like, if your gas station is accepting Bitcoin, you're going to be the only one in Austin that I know of that accepts Bitcoin for gas. And you can accept it for cheaper, you know, in terms of, less payment processing fees. Um, and you're going to bring all these people, they'll go out of your way, out of their way. Right. So they'll spend gas to yeah. buy gas from you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's actually, <laughs> but then, yeah, I guess you're the type of dude that goes to the movie theater and just only watches the movie, like no snacks, no nothing. No, I gotta get some popcorn, maybe some popcorn. Yeah, some popcorn. That's where they make the money, you know? Yeah. 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 I gotta get some pop. I gotta get the, the, like the $25, 25. No, yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, the, the popcorn the prices. Yeah. yeah. What are they now? Dude, the pandemic just destroyed popcorn's <laughs> prices. Like inflation, people talk about inflation, but not yeah. popcorn inflation. Like, <laughs> popcorn inflation, man. Popcorn inflation is out of control. No, nobody talks about it. Yeah. Nobody talks about it here. Throw and Bitcoin. That's why, that's why they closed down the movie theaters. Because if, if, if people were still going to the movies, they would have seen the rampant popcorn See, inflation and it would have Biden tore like, this motherfucker no. down. Mm. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, but um, so yeah, we talked a little about like obviously businesses are incentivized to do right. this. Like they're gonna make money, they're gonna be spending less on what they would be doing. Like they're gonna be bringing in some customers, but there are also incentives for plebs to actually sign up businesses, right? And right. can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So the not so secret sauce of Oshi is the fact that like we can aggregate businesses on the app. And that would require a very large sales force and a very passionate sales force uh, to get out there and hit the streets, and, like evangelize Bitcoin, like the missionaries, like the Bitcoin zealots, like myself, like I spent so much time hitting the streets in various cities and like talking with businesses about how I can get them to like accept Bitcoin and support Bitcoin and just get involved in Bitcoin. Right. And through that, I, I, developed Oshi, right? And, and a tool to make it very easy. So we want to provide this tool for Bitcoiners so that they can go out and do the same. Um, and every business that they onboard, um, they share the referral link with the business. Like, Hey, have you heard of Oshi? It's this cool app where like you can promote yourself and issue Bitcoin rewards to customers and loyalty, right? And, and if that business onboards that, that, user that referred them will receive at this point, like 0.625% of every sale that that business makes. So you're effectively earning Bitcoin rewards every time somebody buys something from them through the Yoshi app. And that's streamed in sats, like over lightning, um, to you. So 
uh, you know, like can can orange pills pay the bills? Like maybe, <laughs> like maybe they can. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, and and if what's more, like if you were to sign up a friend or family member, refer them, you'll get one percent of every purchase that they make through the app, and that's a way for not only like Bitcoiners to monetize off of like spreading the word about Bitcoin or spreading the word about Oshi and, and Bitcoin simultaneously. Um, yeah, it, it's just a way to get more people involved and uh, create this viral like feedback loop and flywheel effect where, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Well, but, I think it's coming. Dude. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, uh, so my roommate actually got me to sign up on the Oshi app, you know. I didn't even know that he was going to be getting stats, <laughs> but like, he didn't even tell me. He's like, yo, sign up. Like, it's totally cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. But uh, at the uh, Bitcoin block party in Austin, uh, bought a few drinks at Tipsy Alchemist. And I was like, and like, you could see like when I bought it, he got sats. Like, he yeah. got like a thousand sats. So I'm like, dude, <laughs> send me half. Like, we'll be good, you know. We can still be friends. Yeah. But so I really like that because like, uh, because I talk to my friends, like, outside of Bitcoin, the Bitcoin sphere. Like, I talk to my friends about Bitcoin a lot. Right. But it gets tired, tiring for, for me, and I assume for them, too, you mm-hmm. know? So it's kind of nice that I'm now able to be like, hey, not just talking about Bitcoin, but I can be like, hey, look at this app. Right. Where you can make money. I can make money. You can, Bitcoin's, like, secondary, but, like, we can do this, and we can, like, sign businesses up right. to make money, too. And, like, all the while, we don't even know it we're spreading Bitcoin and yeah. like, and a, a really cool thing uh, you told me about is that um, at some point businesses will probably be wanting to hand out their signup codes. So like they sign right. up there. Yeah. If you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, man. There's just so much, there's so much to it. Right. But um, you know, eventually we're going to see businesses that are on Oshi have a little flyer or maybe a sticker on their window and it'll say, hey, like on your next purchase, earn free Bitcoin. Download the Oshi app here. And that, that link is going to connect that customer to that business. Um, now, everywhere that customer makes a purchase, whether it's at the business that actually onboarded them or the competitor of this business that onboarded them, a competing coffee shop, let's say. That business is now going to earn 1% of every purchase that that customer makes. So if the customer goes to another business, they're just going to earn a percent in Bitcoin on that purchase. If the customer goes to that, that, you know, that same business, they're effectively getting like a 1% discount on our platform fee, which is like two and a half. It's two and a half percent is cheaper than, cheaper than like just about any payment processor there is. And and we provide a lot of value uh, for that. So you know, that's when, that's when things get interesting because whenever you have a business with a financial incentive, both from a promotions and marketing and loyalty perspective and from the ability to onboard consumers as quickly as possible to receive a financial incentive, the, the flywheel uh, could get, could get spinning pretty quick. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah. And um, really quick, can you talk about uh, the difference like with Groupon and like the percentages they do right? Um, as compared to Oshi and like, um, I guess some of the differences. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like an easy comparison to Oshi would be like a Bitcoin Groupon, let's say. I mean, maybe like Strike is like the Neo Bank or like you could call it like the Neo Venmo or, you know, something like that. Like Oshi is kind of like the Neo Groupon. Um, Groupon was a really interesting concept Um businesses were hurting post financial crisis in 2008. They were looking to market themselves and or a lot of businesses just failed. So there were a lot of new businesses and kind of a reshuffling of capital to to create new businesses. And they were looking for ways to market themselves and promote themselves. So Groupon swooped in um, almost by accident and how how they kind of established themselves. Um, But they, they came across this idea where they could run promotions for businesses and generate more customers. And they would charge the businesses uh, a 50% commission for this. And of course, you know, four and a half percent processing fee, the business was still subject to chargebacks and so on. Where Oshi differs is, is first and foremost, the, you know, the processing fee is embedded into our platform fee uh, because, you know, 
what Bitcoin does is effectively turn the processing fee from like three, four, five percent to near zero. So what can you replace, you know, those fees with? How can you arbitrage like Visa and MasterCard? So with Oshi, it's two and a half percent for a platform fee and they can promote whatever the hell they want on there. They can do a 50% discount or sats back, or they can do a 5% or whatever. Um, and it's just dramatically <laughs> cheaper than Groupon with a Bitcoin incentive, you know, and, and, and as this tidal wave comes of that is Bitcoin, you know, it's a lot more interesting than just saving 20%. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're going to earn some sats whenever you shop local and support local businesses. And yeah, that, that's kind of like the, the group on idea there turned Bitcoin. That's really cool. And can I ask you like, um, cause I know that businesses can elect to either keep their Bitcoin or just, I guess the entire thing is in fiat may mm -hmm. never even see the Bitcoin just on the lightning network. Right. Um, have you seen businesses holding it or just immediately selling or what do you think? Yeah, I've seen a bit of both. Um, because the onboarding process is so easy now, there's no upfront cost to use Oshi as a business. You only pay whenever someone actually purchases something from your business through the app. And whenever they do, it's cheaper than the payment processor they're already using. Crazy. But with that, they get the app and the promotions and the big, the ability to plug into Bitcoin in an easy way. Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of businesses, they're like, yeah, we'll just try it out. Sounds good. Like we'll start accepting Bitcoin. Like, so what if, if we do like a hundred bucks in sales a month in Bitcoin, like that's not going to hurt us. Mm -hmm. Like who, so what if Bitcoin price drops 50%? Like we'll Whoa, just try it, it out. Well. Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, they, they're willing to, to try it out because it's risk-free to them yeah. effectively. Like there's really, it's really but, the only upside, you know? Yeah. I mean, but if they want to go through the full, like, onboarding process, they could convert each and every sale that they make through the app into dollars. Um, so we get them set up with like the Bitcoin payment processor of their choice. So whether it's OpenNode or Ibex, uh, you know, Galloy, like the Bitcoin beach wallet, you know, down in El Salvador and, and beyond pretty much everywhere, but the United States. Um, but we'll have other options too. You know, we'll have Voltage and BTC Pay and, and there will be other companies that come out with options to provide merchant services, like, you know, Strike and so on. Um, they can take their pick. They can use whichever one that they find beneficial to them. Um, and some of them have different features, right? So, you, yeah, you can convert to dollars or, mm -hmm. you know, maybe some of them don't, but they have a smaller processing fee right? Service fee. So, um, yeah, I kind of got off track there, I think. <laughs> I, I don't even know what question I asked. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, so let me just change the, uh, topic a little bit. You've been to El Salvador, right. you've been to the Bitcoin beach. Um, you told me that you wanted to Oshi to let quote, uh, let everyone have a Bitcoin beach in their backyard. Right. Um, so yeah, that yeah. would be cool if I had a beach in my backyard, I got to say. <laughs> but um, could you tell me about the visit and like if you learned anything or what you saw? Yeah. Yeah. So like I went to El Salvador a couple of times to Bitcoin Beach and um, I wanted to see like what was going on down there, right? Like firsthand. And uh, what I saw was like awesome. Uh, yeah. People were just like accepting Bitcoin over lightning for a variety of goods and services. It was like the norm almost, right? But there was like a lot of different pain points and frictions there. And at the time, like I had, I had already built Oshi, but what I got to see was a glimpse into what is effectively like the future. And it's really interesting how a country that, you know, is developing with 70 or 80% of them that don't have access to financial services they're the future right now um, because they've been operating on just a fiat-based, um, cash-based economy for a long time because, again, they don't have access to financial services. So they have an opportunity to completely leapfrog everyone, like 
and they're doing it right now because here's like this anomaly that I, I like talking about. This is like this weird anomaly for thousands of years. It was peer-to-peer cash-based transactions with 0% payment processing fees and um, settlement was instant and final. But over the past few decades, the, the, the dawn of the internet and then the ability to send transactions over the internet to purchase goods and services online, while amazing, it is an anomaly. We have never done that before. So Visa, MasterCard, financial intermediaries and institutions provided services to facilitate that. And it was worth it, right? But they also incentivized us with rewards and cash back to get us to use these debit and credit cards, not just online, but for every single purchase that we make. So now these companies, which is effectively Wall Street, not Main Street, get a percentage cut out of every single transaction that takes place at the local level. It's, it's effectively a tax. Now, again, that has been a valuable service for many businesses. They're like, yeah, sure. Like we'll pay the fee. Right. And of course they pass that fee down onto the consumer. The consumer just doesn't know it because the consumer is just like, I'm going to earn, I'm going to earn cash back on this. But for thousands of years, that was called your change. Like, yeah, 2% cash back. Yeah, that's like, you're going to give me a $100 bill. I'm going to give you $2 back. Like, that's called your change. They got us to use these cards everywhere just because they were keeping our change. What Bitcoin does is it restores us back to like the way things have been. And it does what all these payment processors and financial intermediaries do. It does it for near free. So how are we going to provide value atop something that's effectively free? Like, so Visa and MasterCard, how are they going to provide value whenever the main way they provide value is like processing these fees and, or, you know, and charging mm. a fee for it, right? Get on OSHA app. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the companies that don't have a plan to provide value other than processing payments are in trouble. Like massive trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to cut it anymore. Now it'll take time. But once that light bulb goes off for individuals and businesses all over the world, like these companies that are a part of the legacy financial system. And again, it used to be a really symbiotic relationship. They provided a valuable service that people were willing to pay for. Now it's parasitic. So they got to, they got to figure this out quick (laughs) because Bitcoin isn't going to wait for them to figure it out. Um, And then again, like, now you're going to have billions of people all over the world that actually have access to digital payments for the first time. So come in wait full circle. I forgot what, what even started this question. El Salvador. So these people, a lot of these people in, in El Salvador, right? The Salvadorans, they now have like Visa and MasterCard-like capabilities to accept and send payments to anyone anywhere in the world without Visa or MasterCard. So they have gone from not being able to interface in the digital economy because they don't have bank accounts, because the system wasn't ready yet to actually facilitate digital payments. Like the payments networks was not actually ready for the internet. Have you heard like the internet needs a native currency and payment network, right? And that's Bitcoin. So they're like jumping on that now. It just blows my mind. Like they're going to leapfrog everyone so hard. They get to experience peer-to-peer payments like everyone has for thousands of years on a digital front. Like, so so they don't have to get in all this bullshit legacy financial Mm -hmm. stuff. They can just go straight to the way things should be. Well, (laughs) that's like super interesting when you talk about that. Because like when you think of it, like the payment processing fee is just like a tax. Like there's right. like a three to 4% tax on everything that happens in our world. Right. And like, if you were to take away that, like that friction mm-hmm. and give it back to the people, exactly. that'd be a huge impact. Yeah. Crazy. What we basically say is 
stop paying Visa and MasterCard to do something that Bitcoin does for free, or at the very least, like give the difference back to your customer mm -hmm. in Bitcoin rewards. Like you can arbitrage the legacy payment processors and, you know, it's going to be so much better for the community uh, because now the money is going to stay local. Like instead of giving it back to Visa and MasterCard, give it to your customer. Mm -hmm. Like, and once that clicks, it's hyper-Bitcoinization. I'm excited. <laughs> once that clicks, but we got to get there first. Yeah. So like, we need everybody in Austin to like get off their ass, everybody all over the country to get off their ass and start the conversation and introduce businesses to Bitcoin. And like, you know, I'm biased. <laughs> Actually, like, Oshi's like, Oshi is at this point, like basically the only way to do it in a way that's going to make sense for these small business owners. Um, and just allowing them to take that first step without having to actually orange pill them is a big deal. So we have, you know, referral links and ways for people to onboard businesses now where they can just give the business the link, you know, try to get them interested, tell them, give them the Oshi pitch, give them your, your ref link. And uh, they're going to onboard in minutes without having to actually be orange pilled. That'll come Thanks. later. Yeah. No, you've talked about that. Like, you can subtly orange pill them. Like they don't even need to know that it's Bitcoin. You don't even need to bring it up. Like the yeah. Lightning Network doesn't even need to be said. All you do is free transactions, instant, permanent. Right. And just let, a, let the Bitcoin be in the background. Yeah. yeah. The Bitcoin just be like the rewards. Yeah. If you, if you could give your customers a little sliver of Tesla stock, would you? And they're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, man, I like that. All the customers <laughs> would come. Right. Everybody would come. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's illegal. Like it's a security. You can't do that, but you can do it with Bitcoin. You could give them a little sliver of Bitcoin. Not illegal yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, I mean, hey, it's it's peer to peer cash. It's yep. digital cash. I mean, you you can give Bitcoin rewards to your customers, and Bitcoin is like better than Tesla mm -hmm. stock. And it's like <laughs> something that like you can give it to me, and like I don't even need to worry about it. Like I don't need to do anything with it. Just leave it on Oshi. Right. Five years, come back, give it to my kids, you know? Like, <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah, it's beautiful. And like the cost basis on these rewards don't even start until you actually withdraw it. Mm -hmm. So like, we don't want to hold your rewards, but you know, we would rather you withdraw them. But technically like you could leave the rewards on the app and the price of Bitcoin could like quadruple and you don't have to pay capital gains on that because the cost basis doesn't start until you've actually withdrawn the rewards. And so, yeah, that's, that's not priced in either. <laughs> like people may know that. Quiet about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. but so, uh, just onto the future stuff. Um, I know you were talking about that, uh, businesses will just pass on the, the three or 4% credit card fees to their customers and they won't even know it. Um, right. so I just got back from Key West and every single place in Key West has an extra three or 4% fee mm. if you use a credit card. So mm. like they're not even hiding it. They're telling you, yo, you right. have to pay that money for us to be able to use this. And like, um, I think that would be a perfect place Absolutely. for Oshi. You know, if you're trying to send me out there a few weeks in the sun, like just talk a to some people. Absolutely, man. But, yeah, so that would be something really cool. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I think for a while it was like illegal to do that. Really? Yeah, I think, I think, um, I mean, obviously, because the, the payment the credit card companies mm -hmm. are like, hey, you can't do that. Um, I don't know. And I think maybe a change from state to state. Maybe that was actually just in California. But anyway, um, that highlights like how almost sinister these whole cashback programs are and airline miles and all this and that. Because like, for example, it makes it painfully obvious to consumers like they're probably getting like one and a half or 2% back on their cards. If you're going to charge a 4% like surcharge basically, mm -hmm. which is like what the businesses are actually having to pay, you quickly realize as the consumer that like, this is like a, this is a negative. <laughs> like whenever I spend this card, like I only get 
half of it back in rewards and it just costs me more. So you're just having fun staying poor. Mm -hmm. you go, I got all these rewards. But yeah, well, like it costs you 4% more yeah. to get 2% back. And it's just coming out of the, the business too. Exactly. Like you're just draining them. Yeah, they're just getting drained. And where are those fees going? To Wall Street. Out hey, of someone's got to look out for Wall Street, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> they have it hard too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's got to look out for them. Yeah. Visa and MasterCard are doing this <laughs> yeah, great job of looking out for Wall, <laughs> for Wall Street. We have to do a better job as consumers and locals to look out for Main Street. Mm. We have to be like, stop using the plastic. Stop using these cards. Like, start orange billing businesses or OSHI billing businesses and tell them, like, it doesn't have to be this way anymore. Like, we're all tapping to pay anyway now. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually just started doing that. It yeah. was like my first time ever. I was because I like I felt like I'd be an idiot, you know, because I just like I did my phone for the first time too. I was yeah. like I, I didn't know where to put it, and I was like I was super scared, but I did it. Right, it was really easy. Yeah, I mean, so imagine, imagine instead of like tapping to pay for like your debit or credit card, imagine like you don't even have to tap at all. You can you can like pay with Cash App or something, right? Cash App has Lightning. Now, lightning, you know, capabilities. And for that business, like, it costs them nothing. Like, if they actually do it the right way, if they set up a Crazy. node and do all this and all, mm -hmm. yeah, it'll cost them, it'll cost them, it'll cost them nothing. They're very, very minimal, right? I mean, if they need, like, a service, someone, to, which they will at this stage, yeah, it'll cost something. But it'll cost a hell of a lot less than what they're currently using. And it'll also come with more guarantees. So... Um, it's just a matter of starting the conversation. Like I, I went out to a food truck park a few days ago and, um, I had never been to this food truck park. It's, it's, uh, the, the likely location of the Bitcoin block party, Yo. um, March 12th during Sats by Southwest here in Austin. Um, and, and I just walked out to this, this park, it's called the picnic. It's like Barton Springs area. And I just started going, you know, food truck to food truck park, you know, like mm -hmm. food truck to food truck. And, and, uh, the first one was like, uh, I don't know. I'll think about it. The next one was like, yeah, sounds good. The next one, like we straight up onboarded on the spot. And then the owner of like four food trucks at the park just like happened to stop by and I'm like, Hey man, here's what we got going on. Like, how's this sound? He goes, let's do it. And I was like, do you want to hold the Bitcoin or do you want to receive dollars for it? Or how do you want this to go? And he's like, I'll just hold it. And like, so within an hour and a half, we went from, I say we, myself, um, went from having no Bitcoin accepting businesses in that park to having like 90% of that food truck park Damn. accepting Bitcoin. It's actually crazy. In an hour and a half. Now, granted, I've done this a few times before. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to step out there <laughs> and do that. I've done this a few times before, yeah. And I'm not sitting here saying like, yeah, you'll just say it and they'll just be like, yeah, sounds awesome. Let's do it. Sometimes that's actually the case. But yeah, sometimes it takes a little time. Like they've given verbal commitments to do this thing. Uh, now it's time to follow up with them, yeah. right? Which takes time. Yeah. Um, but- uh, you know, on Monday, we, we do this like weekly call where people can learn how to pitch Oshi to local businesses um, so that these businesses can accept Bitcoin, right? And like get the community involved. And I had a call on Monday and uh, there's an awesome guy. He's an Austin local and he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to take this information. I'm going to go out. I'm going to start trying to onboard businesses. And on Tuesday, he sends me a text. He's like, yo, just got this business on. He's like taking a selfie with the guy. Like the guy has the Oshi app on his phone. I'm like, no way. And I'm like, where is this business? It's two minutes from my house. It's like right next. I was like, whoa, this guy like just onboarded a business right next to me. Like right off Monday. Yeah, yeah, like right off. I was like, yo, man, like that was my <laughs> turf. That was my turf, man. And and he just did it. So, you know, we have a guy that like was was running around Connecticut uh, the other day, and he's like, he said he talked to like twenty five or thirty businesses, right? Uh, no, no onboards yet, but a lot of interest. You know, so like just start the conversation. Um, 
and, and talk them through it. And we have people in Miami, Tampa, Arizona, you know, Redding, San Francisco, Missouri, like all over the country, Dallas, like McKinney, like Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> that are, that are starting to, to introduce small businesses to Bitcoin, um, through Oshi. And whenever you have the most passionate, fiery group of people on the face of the earth that want to see Bitcoin succeed and they have a tool for the first time ever to help introduce their community to Bitcoin, it's going to be a big deal. It's We're seeing thing. it play out little by little, one business at a time, allocating 1% at a time of their sales to Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. Yeah. And you said like uh, that the, one of the hardest things is actually talking to the owners, like, because right. especially with the pandemic. Um, and like, I could definitely see just kind of like a domino, like one dude knows one business owner. And I think you said this happened in Reading that like, once you got one business, you were able to use that name right. to get others. Cause like the, I assume that Austin, Austin's probably a little bigger, but right. like it's gotta be a tight knit community of business owners. Oh yeah, for I'm sure. I'm sure they know each other. Absolutely. So I went to, um, a business oh, last week and it turns out he owns six other businesses. And he like loved the idea. Yeah. He's like, let's do it. So we're going to meet with him next week and get everything set up. But yeah, like sometimes you just talk to the right guy and he's interested. And again, it's no upfront cost. Like it takes five minutes of their time and, and they'll do it. Like, and you might have, you know, there's another guy that owns 12 and, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. And you know, that's not always going to be the case, but you never know who you're going to talk to. And the reality is if you're able to sit down to the, with the business owner for like a few minutes and pitch it to them, it's a really high success rate of them saying yes. Really high. And, and I've, I've heard, I, I talked to a guy recently that, that uh, gets Bitcoin ATMs set up. And if you're just able to sit down with the owner, like, you know, he asked me like, what do you think the success rate is? If I'm able to sit down with the owner about a Bitcoin ATM, like, what do you think it is? And, you know, the general answer is like, oh, maybe like really low, right? Like that's what you would think. Mm -hmm. No, it's high as fuck. Really? Yeah. It's like 70%, 80% conversion rate. It's the same with Oshi. If you can talk to the right person and you can explain it, they're going to say yes. That's crazy. 80% 80, 80 of the time. It might just be you though, you know, looking in your eyes. Yeah, you know, I'm just like, I will do whatever. You know? <laughs> Sign me up, like whatever you want. I'll do it. <laughs> so I just got to make sure yeah. that other people can exactly. have the knowledge to do the same. Yeah, just get in the room. But um, right. so yeah, let's talk about, uh, so I know you talk about the food trucks that are coming online. Right. We got Meteor, the Meteor on right. South Congress. I don't know how recent that was, but yeah. I started going there. It's awesome. Yeah. Great food, great wine. Yeah. Um, and then I heard there's some news possibly about the Miami block party. Bitcoin. Yeah, absolutely. If yeah. So about we'll be doing a big uh, Bitcoin block party in Miami as well. Um, location to be announced. Uh, we, we think we found one. We're already talking with a bunch of business owners in that area. Um, but we're really stoked about it and uh, it's going to be big. Yeah. yeah. More coming soon on that. And again, Rainy, or I mean, sorry, uh, uh, Sats by Southwest mm -hmm. as well. It's yeah. going to be exciting. That's right by my apartment too. So like maybe Perfect. I have a little something in my place, you know. Like That's right. You can do a little Oshi sign up. They can send me money for some food or whatever. That's but. right. That's right. And at this stage, like the business that said no in that truck or in that food truck park, right? Like they're going to be like the only ones that aren't using it. The and that's stop. powerful. Yeah. Actually, like, like, I'll go make fun of them. Dude. I'll yeah. do it. Throw some yeah. eggs or something. Like, yeah. I mean, you can throw a block party there and they're yeah. going to be the only food truck that no one's going to. Laughing at those guys. And it's like, yeah, yeah. what are you doing, yeah. man? Like, so we don't have to, we don't have to convince, they, 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 yeah. they'll convince themselves. Peer pressure is a strong thing. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah, it's just, uh, looking forward. Um, do you have any ideas, um, taking Oshi in the future? I know you've talked about possibly a debit card type thing. Um, right. if you want to talk about that or anything else that you're thinking about. Yeah. So we, um, we've had quite a few people like you got to get debit card. You got to get like, you got to get like Stripe. You know, you, people have to be able to pay with their debit and credit cards. And we're like, nah, 
No. Like we, that comes with so many problems. Like we, we want to remain lightning native. People mm-hmm. can pay with whatever lightning wallet they want, whether that's moon or blue or, you know, breeze or cash app or strike, whatever they want to, you know, their own node, like Zeus, or, you know, whatever they can pay with whatever they want. Um, and, and, you know, what are people going to pay with? Like, do we need our own debit card or do we need the option to pay with a debit card whenever that just subjects our businesses to like potential fraud? It, it kind of harms our business mm-hmm. model as well, because now there's always the risk of a chargeback. So if you give people sets back and they charge back the card or something like it, it, it Not hurts a you. good luck. Yeah. And and it just makes the whole experience just worse in general. I mean, yeah, sure, it's easy to just put in your debit card and pay, right? But Cash App now, you know, with their 50 to 70 million active users, people can just pay with Cash App. What the hell am I doing? Like yeah. trying to trying to incorporate Stripe, you know, the the payment debit and credit card provider. Like, why would I do that? No. I can just wait for this inevitable wave to crash in where you have all these different Bitcoin companies offering the most easy onboarding experience for somebody with no technical knowledge that has no idea what Bitcoin even is can easily pay for local goods and services and earn sats back. I mean, like we have this wallet selection screen on the app and okay, we have like all these different Bitcoin wallets on there, lightning enabled Bitcoin wallets. And the reality is that like most people are not going to recognize a single one of those except Cash App. They're going to be like, oh, I can just pay with Cash App. This is easy. I already have Cash App. This is super easy. You know, I've even had like in, investors, right, kind of bust my chops a little bit about debit and credit card stuff. Like, you have to do this. I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's the old way. That's the yeah. mindset. I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, we don't. Like, things are coming. And it's going to make it so easy for tens of millions of people to engage and interface in the Bitcoin mm-hmm. economy. And I don't have to say that they're paying with Bitcoin. I can just say they pay with yeah. Cash App. You don't need to say anything. Venmo will do the same, probably. Yeah. Pay with Venmo. And it'll actually give people a reason to even use those companies. Like, people exactly. pay individuals like with Venmo. Like, oh yeah, hey, I just got lunch. Like, send me like ten bucks or whatever. Pay me back on Venmo. But did they actually like use it at local businesses? Hell no. But now, you know, you Dude, can. That'd be awesome because I just like I'll always have like fifty or hundred bucks just sitting on Venmo. Right. Got my Venmo books, you know, yeah. just like chilling. Yeah. But like, if I showed up to a business and they're like, yo, like that smoke shop, they're like, you can pay in Venmo. It's like, okay, well, it's just <laughs> sitting here. It's yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. Like, but, exactly. And I do say the, uh, I do like the update with all the different wallets. Right. It's, it's great. It, yeah. it looks seamless. If you don't have the app, go download it, go look at the wallets. Just that part. Like that's cool. Yeah. You know, I guess the map too, but yeah, yeah. Mostly the wallets. Yeah. But, uh, it's sick. And like, you like it? uh, the first time I used it, I used the strike app and the second time I used the cash app and both were seamless. And nice. Instant, no chargebacks, you know? Hell yeah. And, um, this is a little off topic, but I just want to say, I've told you this before, but, um, uh, so one thing with the pandemic that I kind of like, uh, with restaurants mm-hmm. is that a lot of places you'll now pay initially, like mm-hmm. they'll, they'll do like the no contact payment or whatever, like they'll right. come to you and you'll be able to pay at the table, mm-hmm. which I kind of like, but, um, the problem that I have with paying, like right when I get there is that, uh, if I want to tip, I have to tip immediately. Right. Right. But if I pay at the end, then I have to wait around. I have to like look for my waiter and be like, yo, I, I hate doing that. I right. hate ring a little bell. Like I, that's just like my worst nightmare <laughs> is like making eye contact with somebody. And like, so I don't want to do it. So the thing with Oshi that was amazing is like uh, when we went to the Tipsy Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd already paid beforehand. Right. So that was taken care of. Right. Um, instant, final, they have the money. Um, so they came up, I ordered my drink and they scanned it. Right. Um, so that was awesome. Uh, I didn't have to, I could leave whenever I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I could just walk out, like dine and dash, mm-hmm. just go for it. I'm like, no, it's all good. Like <laughs> yeah, I got on the Bitcoin, yeah. look, it's on the blockchain. Like, right. and, um, after I'd received my drink, like at any point I could tip. 
Right. So it kind of gave me the best of both worlds as in like, I was able to leave whenever I want. Like there was no having to wait on a waiter. And then I was also able to tip based on the service and like how well I thought it was. Exactly. And like, I'm a millennial now. I'll tip 20% on anything. Like yeah. I, it's, that's just like what's built yeah. into me, but it is nice to have the choice and like uh, the ability to leave when I want and then also tip when I want. You know? Yeah. I think the, that's really cool. The, like the standard tipping flow that we see today where you order something like at a fast casual restaurant or ca- cafe or whatever, and you have to tip before you even, mm-hmm. before you even receive the product or service. And, um, you don't even know if it's going to be good <laughs> product or service. Like, um, that's very fiat. It's a very fiat thing. And it's because like, they kind of need to know how much to actually charge your card all up front. So you have to do the tip up front as well, mm-hmm. generally. Um, and if you don't, if you do it after, then like, then you have to wait around like yeah, forever. That's and another then, thing. And then the, yeah. And then the employee, like the, the server, you know, whatever, like they have to input all the tips in at the end of the night exactly to like reconcile that. And, you know, with, with Oshi and, and with Bitcoin, because there's no like minimum payment, um, and because you don't have to like swipe anything to send a payment or input all your, you know, credentials or whatever on an app to do it. Like you can just send like really small amounts and really small tips after the fact, you know, like what if you had to like tip your Uber driver before we even got in the car? Like it's bullshit. It's very fiat. And then also like these, these poor companies that are getting like drowning in inflation and, you know, Mm -hmm. drowning in all these price increases. They, they, really need you to tip more because that's a big, you know, can be a decent portion of the employee's income. We're paying their income, actually. We're paying their income. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's just so fiat, you know, and, and, but businesses are like pivoting so hard. I went to a, this really cool, like bulgogi place. Nice. Um, and they used to have like a massive like plate of this like beef bulgogi and like on a bed of rice and everything. It was really awesome. Um, but now they like changed it up. And it's still really good, but now they do like hot dogs with like some bulgogi on top. And I, I was talking know to about them, that. What's that? Hot dog and bulgogi on top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's really good. Right. I mean, hey, it's good. But I, I just straight up said, I was like, yo, man, like bulgogi prices must be getting <laughs> yeah. up there. And he's like, yeah, you know, so we had to like pivot and, and try new things and do work with, you know, hot dogs. Yes. Yeah, so and I was like, hot dogs. And was it awesome? Yeah. And is he going to be on Oshi? Yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm like, man, this, these businesses are just drowning. Like, they need help. They need some Bitcoin on their balance yeah. sheet, man. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, with the tipping, like you're saying, like, I hate, because like, I get notifications on my phone. It's like, you paid this much. And like, I'll get the amount. I'm like, I know I paid more than that because I tipped, but like, right. it's showing up different. And like, that's one thing. And another thing, this personally hasn't happened to me, but like, because uh, whenever I write, like whenever I sign something, like I always, if you're tipping, like if you're not tipping, you want to cross out the whatever, right? So that they can't write. Right. But like, because conceivably someone could just say, hey, this guy tipped me a hundred bucks. Like, yeah, know, he, like it's his word versus mine. And like, yeah. there is no him versus me in Bitcoin. Like I either tipped you nothing or I tipped you like whatever right. I sent. Like there's no, there's nobody yeah. that can be like, oh, you actually tipped me like this many fats. Or exactly. Yeah. It's like a push payment as opposed to like exactly. them pulling whatever the hell they want to pull. Um, and, you know, if they pull, like, a ridiculous amount and then they you have to, like, charge it back or something, then, like, the business gets penalized pretty heavily for that. And that's why the, the fees are higher. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, it seems like a no-brainer. I yeah. mean, but I'm already on the app, so, like, obviously, <laughs> to me. But like, right. uh, yeah, hopefully you'll, we'll get, you, uh, we'll get yeah. you some food nearby your house yes, soon. It, you've already there. got it. Like, yeah. I mean, once you get those food trucks on, like, that'll, that is near my house. Yeah. Like, I will be there. Like, I'll be number one Oshi app. Hell like, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's probably a good stopping point. Um, I think we covered all of our bases. Yeah. Um, if there's anything else you want to tell the world about Oshi or just about your personal life, you know, like anything going on? <laughs> yeah, I just... Um, yeah, well, I just want people to understand, like, oh, she's a tool to, like we talked about earlier, like, Bitcoin Beach was a very, like, local, grassroots, 
effort. And look at the impact it had on the, on the world. We're talking like a small group of people that basically orange-pilled their community. And generally speaking, it's not like they, I mean, they were providing Bitcoin education. Yes, they were like, they were talking about inflation and talking about this. But the main selling point was like, you want to accept instant free <laughs> payments? Sounds good. <laughs> For the first time ever. <laughs> right? And they like, they changed the world. They, us, like Jimbera, Jorge, like Mike Peterson, Nicholas. They changed the world. Oshi is a tool to like bring a little piece of that into your community. And what that's going to do for your community, for the country, for the world, we'll find out. But we have to start somewhere. And that's what Oshi was made for. That's why we are all Satoshi. <laughs> that's why I built this. Because I'm just a pleb. And I was building for what the Bitcoin Beach guys were already doing and I didn't even know about. And like, man, we have such an awesome opportunity. I agree. You know, the Bitcoin Beach wallet is a tool that, that orange pilled an entire country or at least got them taking their first steps towards it. And Oshi is, in my opinion, a very similar type of tool. No, it's not perfect. Hey. You know, hey. but but it's but it's that stepping stone. Like start off with the Oshi pill and the orange pill will go down so much easier. Mm -hmm. So everyone listening to this, if you're still listening, <laughs> man, props. <laughs> but download the app, start sharing it with your community, see what they say, start the conversations and like let's we fix yeah. the money. The money's fixed. Now we got to fix the world. Man. Let's dude. fucking go. If you build it, they will come. If you dude. build it, they will come. We'll just do it in Austin. But um, yeah, dude, thanks for coming by. Um, you heard it from the man himself, Michael. <laughs> and uh, for everyone here at Thrower Bitcoin, thanks for stopping by. Hey, man. Thank you. Of course. Have Later. a good one. Yeah.